Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Zooming In with Brooke Garrison and Logan Peck, a podcast for the curious and creative where we'll dive deep into photography, entrepreneurship, and life beyond the lens. I'm so excited to be bringing you this episode today. It's right in the heart of the holiday season, so no matter what you celebrate, we just want to wish you a season's greetings and a happy holidays. As we embark on this new adventure into 2020, we really wanted to talk to you today about setting New Year's resolutions and not just setting them, but keeping them. And I know that there's a million blog posts out there, a million different ways that you can do this, but today we want to give you some no BS feedback, um, some out of the box things, and really just get deep into goal setting and goal achieving, because that's what we're all about here at the Zooming In podcast. Isn't that right, Logan? We're zooming into 2020, mm-hmm. and I could not be more excited. Uh, super, just just looking back on on what we've been able to do in 2019 for the podcast so far, I'm really proud. Me too. I'm very, I'm very proud and excited. But the reason why we wanted to talk about this topic today is because we're thinking about our 2020 goals too. Mm -hmm. So we want to give you some, it's, I I hate to use the word tips and tricks for goal setting because tips and tricks, like Brooke said, kind of goes back to, if you just want an itemized list of five things to do, just go find a blog post on Medium. We want to talk about more on a deeper level, what setting goals actually means, and we'll really dive deep into the whole aspect of what your purpose is too, because mm-hmm. that's extremely important when goal setting. But we'll also give you some feedback from our own experiences of what it's like to set goals and what kind of goals are we trying to set because then you can stay on this journey with us. Yep, absolutely. So we have a few tips for you today. Um, Logan, did you want to start off? Because I know you said that you're not really a resolution type person. So I feel like what better way to kick off this podcast? Yeah, I I used to be. Mm-hmm. I used to be a resolutioner type of person and that's because when I was when I was younger I wanted to jump on the bandwagon. I thought I really got I really uh fell into the into the same path that a lot of people do. They they talk about this new year new me concept. And I'm not so sure I agree with that anymore. It's cliche. Yes, but I don't think we need to wait for some esoteric new year to declare a new me. It's it's not really it's also not really a new me. It's a it's it's an improved me. It's a it's a changed me or it might be a see the world in a new way me. Mm-hmm. But we're still at our core the same individual. We're just compounding on our experiences. I agree. It's like you're getting steps closer to who you're meant to become. Right, because you know, I look back at this now and it's, and it's like Yes, the, my outlook on life is very different today than it was January 1 of 2016. That was before I, that was like right before I had launched my website and everything. Mm-hmm. So yet, while yes, I have had different experiences since then, I'm not an entirely different person since then. A lot of the things that I do on a daily basis, the things I enjoy are still very much the same as they were back then. I don't know if you can relate to that, Brooke. I really can because one of my biggest fears, if anybody were to ask me, I would say it's being stagnant. Um, I don't like not moving forward. And that's what's so cool, especially as a recent graduate of college. Like I have grown so much in the last four years Um, and I'm still the same person at the core, but just more evolved and more polished. And it blows my mind what we've been able to accomplish just with this podcast, but in our individual businesses, especially in the last year, I'm really excited. There's this one quote and it's, um, I always say it all the time. It's never too late to start a new thing or dream a new dream. Um, And 
I agree with that. Like you don't need to wait till New Year's Eve when the clock strikes midnight to do that. And that's like my favorite thing if about personally, like my work ethic that I've, that I've come to realize is I will not wait for let's start on Monday. Let's do this. It's like, I'm going to stay up all night and I'm going to build this website and we're just going to like birth this and put it out into the world. And I like that sense of, um, when your creativity outweighs your fear and your, um, ability to push things off. So I'm excited to share a bunch of tips today. Not that I'm anywhere near perfect with this, but I just think goal setting is so important and you can grow exponentially rather than just living your life kind of passively. Agreed. Everybody's experience, right, is different. So we we can suggest some things that you might try to hopefully create the life that you want for yourself. But again, to reiterate what Brooke said, which I think is extremely important, resolutions seem like the time when you should do it, but you absolutely can and probably should start today and shouldn't wait. Even though at this point, we're two days away from the new year, uh, why not start now? Why not now? Why put off till tomorrow what you could do today? Yep. So the first question that I want to ask all of you listening and Logan too, um, is to take a moment to consider what is your true why? So if you have a goal that or something that you want to aspire to in this next year, why do you want that goal and really get to the root of it? Because I feel like our initial response to a why is a, tends to be a bit of a surface level response. Um, and Daniel Gertner, um, founder of Gertner Grind, we love her. That's how we actually met. I'm sure you saw that in episode two, I believe. Um, she took me through this activity when I was her intern where she asked us, what legacy do you want to leave in the world? And we wrote down our response. And then she asked why. And then we had to write another response. And then she asked why again. And it was like she continually chipped away at that giant statement that we made about the legacy we wanted to leave. And after seven times, roughly it was like five to seven times, you really kind of got to the root. And it's like you don't need to make it look pretty or politically correct or anything because you write as if no one's ever going to see it. And so at the end, you're like, oh, wow. So that's why I want to do that. And I think really evaluating why you want to do something is going to be crucial to actually making it come true or to know that that's something you need to take off your priority list. Because I see so many people that want things, but for the wrong reasons, like they don't take a second to look deeply into why. Um, And you can't want something just because somebody else wants it and it works for them. You can't want something... um, because someone else wants it for you either. Like you have to hit that point where you want it for yourself and you're willing to sacrifice anything or reprioritize anything to make that happen. Don't you agree, Logan? Yeah, I think, I think that that's extremely crucial. I think if the why is not clear to you, then you kind of fall into this path of working on it, working on it, working on it, working on it, never looking, never looking at the, at the actual outcome that you want. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're looking for the outcome, but what's the purpose of that outcome? Like really, really deep, deep down. Like when you say, I want to, a very, I think the most common resolution that I hear is fitness related. Mm -hmm. They want, people want to change something about, um, about themselves physically. 
and they're not sure to start, so maybe they find a structured plan, but ultimately, why are you trying to make that physical change in yourself? Is it, um, is it purely aesthetic? All right, are we, are, you know, are you someone who's trying to lose weight because you think it might make you look more attractive to other people? Are you doing it because you want to feel better than you currently feel? What, like ultimately, what's the what's the real reason? Because the goal is, the goal is yes, I want to be more physically fit. Well, what does that really look like when you say physically fit? Get really mm-hmm. specific on what the actual goal is, and then also, again, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Because, and I, I so I agree with what you said, Brooke, about how. Are we doing something because this is what other people want for us? Or are we doing it for a specific reaction from other people mm-hmm. that we want? Are oh, we, yeah. Are we, trying to, are we trying to make other people happy with the choices that we make? This is hitting different right now. <laughs> this is so, you know, because I think we've all been in that position before. And... That's what's so cool about this is if you're listening right now, you have the opportunity to stop and ask yourself as you go and set new goals for whatever chapter of life you embark in next, whatever season, and really get to the root. So I challenge each of you listening today to think of one goal that you want for the next year, or you could do it next six months, next week, whatever, and really take your own shot at chipping away at that why and do the why, why, why activity that we just talked about. And let us know if you did it. Feel free to tag us when you're journaling um, on Instagram and your story at Zooming In Podcast. And we want to cheer you on and we want to support you. So I completely agree. And when, when finding your true why, I think something that's really important, that's really helped me that I just want to share with everybody today is instead of envisioning something that's like a very like simple point C, like I want to achieve this, like example, since we're talking about fitness related, lose 15 pounds. I started thinking about things with a little bit of a different lens. (laughs) We love photography puns in here. (laughs) But something that I started to think about was how do I want to feel by this date? What core values do I want to hold by this date? And when you start thinking about your life as if, will this fulfill me? How will this make me feel on the inside? What, what do I want to see rather than something that's purely external, purely superficial? That's when you really can like set some tangible things and move the needle forward. Agreed. So when it comes to suggestions about, about maybe how to get to that point, Mm-hmm. something that I know that I struggle with time and time again, but I know that it's, I just know that it's the thing to do, at least for me, is I tell myself time and time again to write down those things that I want to achieve, to physically write it down. I mean, even if it's with an iPad and an Apple pencil, right? Or take out a piece of paper. If you don't have one of those, keep it simple and just write it down and put it somewhere where you're going to see it all the time mm-hmm. because it'll help you check yourself before you wreck yourself mm-hmm. because I think that's a great way to help keep your expectations versus reality in check right I think that's one of our I think that's one of the favorite meme trends online is expectations versus reality but that plays a really deeper role in our lives we expect that this is what our goal is this is what we want to achieve but the reality is our why doesn't really have significance and thus you can't chart a proper direction to get exactly. there. So then you jump around from point to point to point instead of a straight line. And then you look up and it's six months later and you're like, why am I still 
only like five steps ahead and not sprinting towards the finish line. <laughs> right. Or you might look up like I've done in the past and nothing has changed in six months. Mm-hmm. And which sometimes is okay. Sometimes like, I think it's, ne- I think it's necessary to include that right now is I know we're always like pushing for growth and change, but some things you can be happy with how they are and not really want to change that. I feel Um, And I just want to give some people permission to do that if they feel like this is overwhelming to them because hopefully this is making sense. But I'm just saying like when a new year comes along, I feel like people feel this pressure to change everything about themselves and everything about their life when there's a lot of things that they're really enjoying and that they want to cherish and hold on to. And we're always rushing towards that next chapter, that next point. When I lose 10 pounds, when I get that job, when I graduate, like when I get engaged, things like that. So it's perfectly okay to look at your life through a lens of appreciation, but still have a desire for growth at the same time. Oh, I th- but I think it's human nature to be growth centric, mm-hmm. right? Um, but there's a chance that, like we said, if you're, if the goal, if you're trying to achieve some goal in six months and six months later, you're either, and you're, and you're nowhere close to that rethink, is this actually something I want to achieve? And if it's not, then maybe this is your wake up call that says, this is not something I want to achieve. Or if you're not there, but you re you realign and figure out that your why does match, then clearly what you've been trying hasn't been working. So it's time to adjust. Absolutely. And that's actually what I had written down too. One of the key questions we suggest that you ask yourself is, does this align with my priorities? And I saw something the other day online that said, If you tell yourself you don't have time for something, try replacing that sentence with it's not a priority. If it sits well with you, great, move it off of your to-do list. If it doesn't, that's when you know you need to make adjustments. Because when you want something and it's truly a goal that's meant for you and that you really can get there, you are willing to make whatever sacrifices that is, whether that's getting up at 5 a.m., whether that's putting in an extra hour, learning a new skill every day, that's when you know that something is worth prioritizing. Right. And, and I think that if you want to make something a priority, there are things you can do to structure your day and thereby your mindset to make it easier to stick to that. Let's take another goal as an example. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're someone who's always had an interest in music Mm -hmm. and you think to yourself, I really want to play the piano. I really want to play the guitar. So step one, you need a piano or a guitar. Cool. Let's say you've got that. Or in the case of piano, get yourself one of those MIDI keyboards, plug it into your iPad or to your computer. It's awesome. You can play a violin on that. Okay. Sidebar. Then put that instrument in a place where it's going to be easily accessible, where you could pick it up and start playing within 20 seconds, right? Cut down the friction for you to be able to start. And then that gives you a chance to build momentum because playing, learning how to play an instrument is not easy. It takes a lot of practice to get to the point where the people who are the greatest musicians of our time make it look so easy. It took them 25, 30, 40 years to make it look easy, right? So, but everybody started with taking that first step. And you just brought up such a great point, and I'm really glad you did, is everyone listening, I hope right now, takes a second to realize how fearlessly you need to pursue your goals and the kind of balls and grit and self-confidence that takes to do something like that. Even if it's just a small goal that you think might be 
really easy for other people, but not easy to you, even if it's something like getting up and making your bed every morning, like that takes commitment to yourself. That takes love for yourself for being able to sacrifice time or excuses or whatever to get up and do something repeatedly. So I think it's just such a beautiful process, this thing about growth and goal setting. And this, the whole theme of this podcast today is everyone, when they take a step towards a goal, they're becoming a more confident, self-assured version of themselves because they're doing something because they want to do it. They know it's right instead of because somebody else wants it for them, which I absolutely love. Yes, this is, this is your time to be selfish. I think that selfishness has this negative connotation mm-hmm. and it really doesn't have to be that way because when we think of selfishness we think of somebody who only cares about themselves and their advancements and their goals and will cut down other people in their path to get there that's of course not what i'm talking about what i'm talking about is this whole concept of setting a goal or setting a resolution it's a commitment by you for you and with you yourself and nobody else because you're desiring your desire your desire to achieve that goal or to maintain that resolution is going to bring about a sense of accomplishment and fulfillment that is personal to you which will give you the fuel to then be a source of happiness and prosperity and inspiration for other people in your life yep I and I'm a big agree. believer in that. There is a wonderful, there's a wonderful picture that really illustrates this concept. Think about, think about your, think about yourself, and your relationships with other people in terms of a buckets that are stacked on top of each other. Hmm. If you fill up your buck, your own bucket first, then you have the ability to fill up buckets for other people in your life. Hmm. But if you're if you're constantly trying to use what you have to help other people and never helping yourself and then you end up with an empty bucket i have totally had seasons of my life where i was in an empty bucket and and it's not it's re, it's really not a good place to be it's a whole other level of empty yeah. and burnout and just awful so i agree like the whole term selfishness and stuff but i also think that that could equally be coined self-awareness Yep. Being aware enough of your boundaries, your desires, and your dreams to be able to tune out the noise when you need to, but also like listen to feedback, not only from yourself, but from other people on where you can grow. Agreed. So definitely, this is a very introspective activity at this time of year, which really, like we said, can and should take place anytime you want it to. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I think that something that has worked for me in recognizing when I am not on track, Mm -hmm. something that I have noticed when I am trying to match my expectations with reality is the reason I'm not on track is because I've let something fundamental go by the wayside. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm not drinking enough water throughout the day. Um, Didn't sleep enough for the last week, right? Maybe I am, I like to think of myself as a relatively healthy individual, but, but I'm not perfect. And definitely sometimes I let that go by the wayside, but we all need to be able to have that conversation with ourselves to say, look, this is what I, 
This is what I set out to do. I'm currently not doing that. Mm-hmm. What's the reason? Is there a reason that I'm for some reason not on track? Is there some other bigger thing going on that I'm not addressing in my life? Mm-hmm. Maybe. But if it's not, then okay, you, I need to acknowledge it and then I need to, I need to get back on track for my own benefit. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, y'all, is it's so important to realize that when you're setting these goals, there is it's almost impossible to do so perfectly. And I think that is one of the biggest discouragers for a lot of people when they set a goal is they mess up one day and they falter on their meal prep, for example, or they forget to write that chapter of their book and they had said they were going to write a chapter every day or something like that. And knowing that just because you have one off day doesn't mean that you stop running the race. So I think it's important to be diligent and determined with yourself, have that drive, and most importantly, discipline, and try to enforce those habits as best as you can. But like your mind and your yourself is your friend, and you should be on that team. And sometimes you need to know when to listen, when to take a step back, when to take a break, when to reevaluate or re-strategize. Like you could sit down and set these certain goals up and then realize, you know, a month or so later that there's a way to re-strategize that and get an even better result. For example, Logan and I were talking during a podcast meeting today and we decided that we were going to re-strategize and re-delegate who does the editing versus who does the marketing and social media. And it was the best resolution we could have come to. So sometimes acknowledging when something isn't working for you and having the courage to own up to that is when you can actually get the result that you wanted all along and you can expedite that process to get you closer to where you want to go. And yeah, I think I know Logan said something earlier today where it was where he was referring to like if you wanted to learn how to play an instrument, putting it nearby you and something that you can see every day. And I'm a firm believer in that as well in the law of attraction. You are what you repeatedly do, therefore excellence is not an act but a habit, which is not my quote, but I love it. And it reminds me of so I read The Secret to Teen Power. Um, when I was in middle school, my mom gave it to me and it completely changed my life um, because it teaches you about the law of attraction and what you think you attract, what you visualize you attract, and you can really form some transformative things in your life. And that was at a time where I was very socially awkward and I had all of these dreams that I didn't really know how to achieve. And it encouraged me at such a young age to sit there and visualize it, write it all down. And it's so wild because I looked back at that book and everything that I wrote in middle school and I did it and more. It was completely wild. Like I I remember I was in sixth grade and I had written down that I wanted to enter a pageant one day. And I totally forgot about it. And sure enough, my sophomore year of high school, I ended up entering a pageant totally last minute on a whim and then ended up competing for Miss Florida Teen and then Miss UF. So I think visualizing things is so important. And one way to do that that Logan said he hasn't done before is a vision board. But I do one every year. What is a vision board? I have no idea what this is. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Vision boarding is an act of um, visualization for your goals and your dreams. So one way to do this is go to the store and get a ton of magazines or any coffee table magazines that you already have in your house. Flip through it. If there's images that you like, products that you love, um, if you like the facial expression of someone's face in an image or like powerful text or words, um, and then you cut those things out, 
blast some music, make a giant collage of it, and it could be a travel magazine, health and fitness, fashion. Go get a bunch of all of them and see if it's, and it's going to represent like a holistic dream life almost. And it's really cool because you'll go into that session not knowing what's really going to like spark your heart as you're flipping through. And then you're like, oh, wow, like I just cut out all these things. Maybe traveling is more of a dream this year than I actually thought. And you can also do this with words and stuff too. Like I have done one of all words and I, I um, actually Logan saw it's on my wall. It's my wallpaper for the year. And what was so freaky the other day is I had made this a year ago and I wrote podcaster. It was in really small font um, on the side. And I was like, holy crap we freaking did that. And it's, you know, sure enough, the thing that I look at every day, the thing I spend the most time on my laptop, opening it up every day. And it's like that subliminal message that keeps yourself reminded that like, these are your goals. And obviously like sometimes not everything comes true and not everything is meant for you. Like <laughs> I put um, some pretty, pretty lavish goals on there as well. But it's really cool when it does work out because you're like, wow, I spoke that into existence. I visualized that shit. Like, um, but I t 10 out of 10 recommend having a vision board party. Bring your girls or your guys over. Get all the magazines and scissors that you can. Maybe pop some kombucha or some wine. And just allow yourself to dream a little. And don't be afraid to dream big. I think it's great to set smart goals, the specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound goals. But also, don't be afraid to like shoot high because you don't know how far you can go. Like if I told you guys a few years ago that I was going to be running my own business and I was going to spend the last two years in college just kicking ass in photography and completely growing as an artist, I would have laughed. And it's like, I'm so glad that I just jumped and did it because I ended up completely like light years away from where I thought I was going to be. So don't be afraid to dream big. To quote the, the amazing, all wonderful Michael Gary Scott, you have no idea how high I can fly. <laughs> also, I do have to say that I, um, I take that back. I actually have done a vision board before. I did it on a team when I was, when I was an intern um, in college. So uh, I guess for whatever reason, I didn't remember that that's what it was called. But it was a lot of fun. It was, it was very, if you're, if you're working on it with more than one person, it is definitely a bonding experience for sure. Uh, and I think that it's important, like Brooke said, for us to set those loftier goals, right? Even if it's more than what we think is realistic to achieve, that sometimes that'll help us achieve the goals in between, which are really what is enough for us. And I think that's important is, is, is ultimately defining what is enough for you at the end of the day. And as long as you meet that standard, which again, you set that standard for yourself. Nobody else can set that for you. And that's ultimately how we will lead down this path of achieving more health, happiness, and fulfillment in our lives. And I think that also true is the importance of if we are off track, that it is not the end of the world and that we shouldn't judge ourselves for not being perfect. Mm -hmm. You said something really interesting there about... Um you know, your loved ones telling you when is enough is enough. And I think that that is so true that it's important to recognize that like everybody's version of success is different. Everyone's parameter of enough is different. And you have to take feedback like that with a grain of salt. Like I've known people in my life that 
some people would think that their their aggregate income is more than enough to be happy but they weren't happy and it's like you can't tell someone that they can't be happy with where they're at because they should be good and they should settle because it's relative everybody's different so especially you know as you're helping other people achieve their goals with you know the special friends and loved ones in your life because everyone around this time is is really trying to be well, not everyone. I'm just saying there are people who all have New Year's resolutions. And if there are people in your life that are also kind of on their own goal, um, achieving track too, to, to be respectful of that, because I don't think there's anything worse than being really excited about a goal. And then having someone close to you be like, why do you want to do that? That's not important. Well, actually, I'm going to disagree with you on that one, Brooke, because I think that people who come to us and ask and are and question us about why is that something that you want to achieve? If you're solid in your why, that's not going to matter at all. Yes, I agree. I'm just saying that it's important to, yeah, you should be able to defend your why to people, but to understand that everybody's level of expectation of success is different. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. You know, if someone doesn't think that that goal is as important to you as it is, being able to respond with that why and be like, well, this is why. It's like when you have a why as authentic as that, you don't really need to explain. And if you do, then they'll back off probably. They're That's like, true. Oh, okay, right? true that. <laughs> there, are pe- there are people who make $250,000 a year that are very unhappy. And there are people who make $38,000 a year that are way happier. Exactly. And so it's, it is entirely self-defined. And that's, I think that's the main thing that I want to hit home for everybody is make sure that, that what, whatever you're setting out to do, that ultimately it's because your priority is you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I guess when setting these goals, one thing that we both agree is really important is frequent self-reflection and accountability and how, how does accountability fit into your life and your goals that you have? So for me, I love to journal. I love whether that's notes on my phone or having a checklist. I have a law of attraction planner, which I will link for y'all in the show notes. And there are so many spaces on there for self-reflection and goal setting and your ability to check it off. Like, for example, you can check off how much water you drank that day, um, if you meditated, did you get good sleep. Um, In addition to that, there's like free writing space where you can write um, something that's more tailored towards your goals specifically. so just being able to decide how how often do I want to check in on myself, like that it's not going to be overwhelming, but it's still going to keep these goals and visions at the forefront of my mind. Awesome. Well, Brooke, I look forward to seeing that link in the show notes. Um, and I hope that a lot of people get a lot of fulfillment and and benefit out of using something like that. I can I am totally on board with writing everything down because then you have something to reference and then you can obviously go back and read that later. And I think that that is awesome for helping us keep ourselves in check. And I think that is an awesome way to close out this episode all about New Year's resolutions and goal setting. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Zooming In podcast with uh, with myself and Brooke. Um, it's a labor of love. Uh, we always have a, a great time and uh, we always like to hashtag record on Sundays and we're doing hashtag words on a Sunday, all Sunday, every day. That was awful. I'm going to redo that. Thank you so much for listening to the Zooming In podcast with myself and Brooke. Um, Again, we could not thank you all enough so much for the support. And this is just what we've been able to do since November 2019. But we are so excited for where the podcast is going to go. 
in the new decade. And we hope that if you got something valuable out of this, that you'll share it on social media. You can you can listen to the podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts and Spotify happen to be the most popular platforms. Text the link to your friends, right? Tell them why you enjoy the podcast. And of course, if you feel so inclined, leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. It really means the world to us and helps our podcast get out there to more people in the world. We just want to thank you so much for being a part of the Zooming In community. It has blossomed into a group of creatives, parents, um, daughters, wives, influencers, entrepreneurs, photographers, and artists. And we are just so thankful that you're here. Thank you for contributing to the conversation. Please let us know what your main goal for 2020 is, whether that's on social media or in your podcast review. And we're going to be pulling one of those for one of our next episodes. And we're going to give you guys a little bit of a shout out. So thank you guys so much for being here. And we wish you all the luck as you roll into the new year. We know you're more than capable of achieving everything you want and more. And we look forward to cheering you on in that. Welcome to the new decade. Let's roll. Thanks for tuning in to Zooming In.